0: This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen; it's the best.
1: Hello, and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a great guest. She is a writer, an animator, and all-around creative person, Lee Lahav. Hello. Thank you for Hi. Uh, doing this.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Yes.
1: Yeah, this was great because you reached out to me to mm. be on the podcast. We met, I think, in person once doing Could a show be, yeah. <laughs> we met through angela oh, yeah, weber that's true. yes yes uh he was at uh i'm forgetting the name of the theater it's a theater that is attached to a restaurant uh, genghis cohen yes yeah and you you read a sketch i that did angela and i had written <laughs> yeah and true. it was two to three years really ago fun. oh my gosh no <laughs> yes yeah.
0: it was oh time goes so fast in the u.s
2: <laughs> but yes I reached out to you
0: every time I start a podcast with something they were, with someone they were always like so you reached out to us and it makes me feel <laughs> it makes me like oh I'm so needy no, but
2: no I just, no,
0: no I I, like doing it I like reaching out I like doing podcasts it's just it's it's a lot of fun yeah yeah I, I say like it talking. as a form
1: of appreciation because as a yes. host I do a couple different podcasts and mm-hmm. it is Constant emailing. Half of my life is emailing, so it's really, really nice when somebody's like, "Hey, can I be on your podcast?" (laughs) First, it's like yes, and B is like, "You saved me some work."
0: (laughs) specifically this podcast, you know, about obsessions it does you know speak to me because uh, I am very interested in it. I almost, I almost wanted to ask you if we can do like a meta episode about obsession (laughs) because I'm also obsessed about the idea of obsessions. I remember at at one time, I think on Twitter, I had like a conversation with a lot of people. I Asked, um, fangirls and fanboys of my Twitter feed, do you find that you have obsessive tendencies towards other stuff in your life? Um like your obsessions towards your you know show TV show okay. or whatever and, and and it looks like, yeah, it looks like they do like people who tend to get like I was <laughs> were, were, i I was just I was just talking to you before about how I stayed up all night because I was worried about a cup of, a bunch of stuff and I kept obsessing about those worries, and I went to sleep at ten a m and yeah, and it seems like it seems to be connected like people do have who are you know obsessed about pop culture stuff do have tendencies to get obsessed about either. I don't know, worried thoughts or, uh, you know, all, all kinds of other things. Yeah,
1: yeah, I definitely, part of the reason I do the podcast is I have a yeah. hard time letting things go. Yes, And exactly. sometimes I think like, well, I'm I'm a very in, intense person. Like, no, I think I'm just like, when I decide to be very lazy, I'm super obsessive about being lazy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be very lazy. That's nice. And then too. when I get motivated, I'm very motivated, but it's very for me, focused.
0: It's, for me, it's really odd. Some, it's, I think a couple of people who met me told me, you put an emphasis about the most unimportant things and oh, you really, really don't mind about other stuff. Like, uh, I think, in, like, like me and my husband, I get really nervous and obsessed about when we, you know, when when we write a script or when we work on a certain animated thing. Like, I was worried because I'm working on a certain uh, animation and I was worried I wouldn't be able to make something on time and just it would not let me go. On the other hand, I I don't know. I would receive uh, a letter about oh your your identity might be stolen fraud, and (laughs) I'm like, and and Orin is like, this is serious. Let's call the number. We need. But I'm like, "Eh, you know what? That's nothing. Yeah. It's I just I really. (laughs) That's why some people know me as the most chill person on earth, and some people know me as the most nervous person on earth. Just because I'm that. You know. uh, I relate to that very much. have Right.
1: Similar dynamic with with my wife. I think it's natural when you're an artist that you you know how much it means to you that it that it's the thing you're creating is the way you want it to be mm-hmm. and you know that like the curve of a line on a drawing makes a difference to you and maybe it will impact the whole big thing uh, so I think it's easy to get obsessive about that. Well, and then, then, like, I, I might like, go to yeah. jail. Eh, fine, you <laughs> know, like, I'll make
0: the most of it, I guess. You
1: can make some cool things about that. <laughs> can you tell yes. people listening a little bit about what you do in your yes. awesome videos?
0: So uh, I'm an animator and writer, like you said. And uh, I opened a few years ago a YouTube channel where I create all kinds of parodies, fan culture-related uh, uh, videos, all comedy, all animated uh yeah, I think that the, the things I'm most known for are the mashups where I take two different uh, shows or ideas and I mash them up together in a certain way. Like the most popular one, I think, was uh, Frozen that I mashed with Orange the New Black. <laughs> and, and I mashed um, Stranger Things with, uh, you know, uh, Peanuts, yeah. with, uh, Charlie Brown, Christmas, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they're a lot of fun, a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, the Stranger Things Penis one is great. Thank you. In particular, the the relatively fast cut of them dancing to the
2: <laughs>
0: Stranger Things
1: theme. Uh, it's really funny that they dance to the Stranger Things theme, but the timing, the comic timing of that, I thought Thank was you. perfect. That it was just yeah, a few I, seconds I, long, and then bye. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah that, that's something that I, I really... the timing is something that's super important to me. Because I, I know that people are really impatient online. I'm impatient. It's just... that's something that I if I obsessed about anything in my video, is that. I'm really happy about that scene because when I edited for the first time with the theme, I was like, oh, this is tacky. (laughs) But everyone loved it, so I'm like, okay. It's perfect. No problem.
1: Yeah, hilarious. Uh, So people should definitely check those out, but let's get into your obsession, which I'm curious how much in your mind it relates to your videos. Okay. Your obsession is fan fiction. Yes.
0: I mean, again, I'm obsessed about a lot of stuff, but when I wanted to bring in an idea I thought it would be really interesting to be obsessed about something that is about obsession. Like, I'm obsessed about a certain creation that other people created because they were obsessed with a certain idea. (laughs) So, and and, and that, but that's something that I've always loved. That's something I've always been super interested in. I was, I remember the first time I, I really remember the first time I, I encountered fan fiction the idea of it and I think for the first for anyone for the first time maybe not today but it was like a good 10 plus years ago um, for, for anyone at the time to encounter fan works it was very odd it was like why do people do this yeah but some people would get hooked and I just it just seemed so natural and right to me
1: like you it seemed like uh, welcoming, like it should exist. Like you want this to exist.
0: Yeah. I mean, first of all, I was I was more into fan art at first because I drew a lot, uh, and fan fiction took me a little while to get. Uh, but it was very natural, not specifically the should exist, but this makes sense to me that it exists.
1: Okay, that people would want to live in the world of yes. their favorite thing. There's not enough of it, or in their minds, it's not being done the way they want to see it. So they'll make it the way, way they want it to be. I
0: mean, I do have a general, not theory, but I do have a general idea of why fan fiction exists. A lot of people talk about how it's a fix and stuff like that. And I'm sure those exist. I've, I've read some fixes uh, but in general, it's less, the way I see it, it's less of a, I didn't like the plot line, I'm going to fix it. And it's more of, I have an unsolved tension that okay. I need to resolve. And that's that's just something you would see either with with all kinds of creation. Tension, solving comes um, in the form of, parody sometimes and that's something you would see in my videos that's something you see in the simpsons that's something you would see in robot chicken uh and it's the funniest ones are with characters that are very very serious it's fun to see the game of thrones characters (laughs) reenact rest of development yeah it's very calming it's because that show is so intense and it just it doesn't stop and it doesn't really let go even when it's you know, when you have uh, a season finale, I suspect even when it finishes, and that kind of helps. That that tension solving also happens in fan fiction, whether it is uh, non-sexual or sexual. A lot of time, when when I'm asked about what do you think about like sexual fan, fan yeah. fiction, is it weird? And, and I'm like, yes, it's about sex, <laughs> but it's also not about sex. Right. It's also very much about solving a certain tension. I feel there's a tension here between those characters, and I need it solved. And I'll be calm. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think that's something that you can relate to with all sorts of obsessions.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to yeah. me. So when did you first, you mentioned first encountering it. Were you... Wow,
0: I really remember it. I remember, uh, I think Pokemon arrived to Israel. Okay. Uh, it was 2000 something. Okay. I don't remember when. And I got got hooked on it. And... um. I remember it, the, the internet was kind of not new, but, you know, new to me. And it wasn't that developed as today. Uh, and I remember, you know, it wasn't like in 90 days an internet, but early 2000 wasn't like today. No. No. um this is kind
1: of the beginnings of that community building where everything yeah. is social about the internet.
0: Yeah. And, you know, also not a lot of people I knew had it. Yeah, it was Israel. I'm not sure how it was here, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but uh, I remember getting into... Uh, just browsing through pokemon sites i remember getting into one site that had like categories was th- those you know those geo cities yeah <laughs> fire sort of sites and they had like categories like fan art fan fiction with like icons of certain characters kissing and i looked at it and it was like i don't i don't know it was it was weird to explain because you see it and you're like huh that's not something that exists. Why would some someone want that? But I'm interested in seeing what that means was now.
1: It like Pokemon characters, yeah, like, was it Jesse like and
0: James and. Oh, I would like, thought it
1: was the actual Pokemon, like Oh no, Bulbasaur
2: and <laughs> Pikachu. For, I, 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 I,
0: I think I had a friend who did write a fanfic about Meowth. <laughs> but, uh, but but generally, right. generally the characters, yes. Okay, so it was the human characters kissing. Human characters and did you
1: you you clicked on
0: that? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I was, I was like, okay. I, it's really hard to explain the feeling because now it's, it's like it's so it makes makes so much sense. But at the time, it felt like a little taboo. Yeah. Like, oh, th- th- this shouldn't, hmm, I want to see what this is about.
1: Were you super obsessed with Pokemon to the point where you as a person wanted to see more? And like, well, I was, this uh, is more Pokemon content. Pokemon was kind
0: of the, the beginning of me really being into anime. Okay. So I remember seeing the characters, seeing everything, something there clicked. I think that's something that a lot of people who get into Japanese animation at first, be it Pokemon or other series, would tell you something just clicked, when I when I saw the characters, when I saw how they looked, when I saw how they react, when how they interacted. Okay. And um, my my obsession was, was mostly with the you know the human characters, not really the cards or the or the creatures stuff like that. Okay. So I I was like I like the stories, I like how it looked. That was kind of my beginning into anime. Uh, yeah. That's that thing. So I started reading and stuff like that. I didn't read a lot from that from from Pokemon. I think I started reading more as um, I started watching other stuff. Okay, I think I read a lot of Jesse James stuff. <laughs> probably. Yeah.
1: So was it sexual the ones that you read initially? I,
0: I, I was really afraid to read the sexual one at first. Okay. I, was, I I was a really late bloomer. Okay. Like I was it was really I was a really prude teenage person. And uh and that was that was very young. That was tween as okay. I as I began to be like older like teenager that started to be something that I was more interested in. But by
1: then you were really familiar with fan fiction so it oh, was yeah. just kind of another evolution.
0: Yeah. And reading sexual stuff, you know, that's something you talk about with a lot of people who are into fan fiction. At least for me, when you're younger, you read stuff from a very specific kind of uh, feeling. Yeah. D- b- in contrary to when you're older, you know, because yeah, you're young. You want you want to read more stuff about you know uh, you know sweet relationships and you know yeah. stuff like that. Which is different when when later like oh I just want to read some hardcore sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but to your point,
1: it is about yeah. some sort of catharsis, some sort of release oh, of what definitely. I need. Of I need to feel yes. loved. I need to feel uh, sexually
0: yeah. satiated. Like well, like uh, I would say like it's a, a a bit of it is you know your own you know your own personal things of what do I feel right now? What what do I feel like? You know what I'll say before that like fifty percent of it or some percentage of it is that show. I need a catharsis that I didn't receive from it, Yeah. and some of it is, I think, uh, more with with you. What you want to see, what you want to feel like, uh, what mood you're in. Yeah, you know. So, do you
1: have a favorite when you think of fan fiction? Do you have an example? Uh, One I, I- story. Yeah, a time in particular no, I, where I'm, maybe I'm, you were. I'm a slut or, uh, <laughs> I read
0: all. I don't remember my all. partners.
1: But you, you have this, uh, I think, great perspective that it's there to satisfy yeah. an unfulfilled need. Do you have yes. a time where you remember that you, as a fan, oh, yeah. had an unfulfilled need? I mean,
0: it's 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 the silliest fucking things. I mean, it's. <laughs> I, I was on my period, and I was like, I want to read a story where someone's on your period, and then the guy brings her chocolate and stuff, and that exists. You so know, did you just
1: Google PMS guy bring chocolate, and it show
0: I, up. I, you know, later you have fanfic net so it's a little easy it's a little easier to find you actually have like you know uh the categories and stuff like that and that's i wouldn't say it's really a kink or a category but it it, it does exist okay. like stuff like that I, w- I think i would stumble across it and uh but yeah all kinds of like, like now i'm depressed i want to read a fanfic that would make that that would hurt you know kind of like you you go to watch handmaid's tale because you feel bad and it makes you feel worse and that's somehow makes you feel better <laughs>
1: yes all right so yep. uh pick either of those examples. Yes. Uh, uh, did you did you look for, when you're looking for something specific, like mm-hmm. I'm sad, or uh, something super specific yeah. like PMS and chocolate, do you, <laughs> do you look for just anything, or do you look like, hey, I'm a big fan of Doctor Who, oh, yeah. so I want the 10th it, Doctor yeah, to bring me chocolate? You know, I
0: have a friend who is very loyal to her like ship, to her thing, something from X-Men, uh, like a couple she likes from x Men's like... 10 years and more i think okay. for me it's kind of it's it's you know it's it's uh, periods of time like i i had a doctor who time i had i think a, a digimon time uh, when i was younger <laughs> uh what else like star wars now yeah like all kinds of it really depends on the time uh it really depends on the mood i'm in okay yeah kind of the the the, the, the obsession I i have right now okay
1: do you have a community for yourself? Do you have other friends who are big fans? Oh yeah, I mean, I,
0: you know, there is for other creators. It's very important for them the community of you know the fandom, the the community they're part of, and read you know re, people they like writers they like reading from. Yeah, I'm not really married to any of those, uh, you know, because I think at some point at, when you, when you do it when, when you get really interested in the, that kind of stuff. Uh, when you're younger, when you're in high school, when you're uh, younger than that, you're kind of ashamed. you kind of, you don't want to talk about it with anyone. Yeah. You don't, you, you never heard about it from anyone. That's not something you really heard. Now, I guess it's it's a little more popular. You yeah. hear, that's a word you hear a lot. But, you know, at the time it was like, I I, I didn't know it was normal. I didn't know anyone who, who was into that. I It just, it was very uh, detached. But, you know, as I grew older, I became, 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 more bold and I just cared less and, okay. you know, and I was a little more open with it. You uh, go-
1: when you were going up in Israel, how was general geekdom uh, when you were a teen received? Like, were you were you a super nerd for liking Pokemon or Doctor Who or Pokemon,
0: Pokemon was, you know, Pokemon was, uh, I was, uh, when Pokemon arrived, I was like, I think 12, 13, maybe younger. I don't know, but it, it was like already... For, for you know I was too old for that. <laughs> so that's something <laughs> I would not probably talk about. Okay. Uh but but um but yeah how is Geek and them Um we had like a tiny, tiny community. Okay. I was I don't remember feeling ever feeling very, very ashamed. Because you know it's 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 not like here people are kind of a little more open over there about stuff. They okay. no one really cares. Uh but but yeah there is like this, you know, weirdness of I'm an adult. I'm not supposed to be into those cartoon sort of, uh, you know, shows okay. and everything. Now, I'm not even talking about fan fiction right now, which is, like, even, even weirder. Even yeah. Because, like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I remember I told about it to my friends. She was like, why do people do... It's really hard to explain. Uh, but later, you know, I, I, I didn't give any shit. And so, you know, I, so it was easier to find other people who were interested in it because I didn't care. And even if they were ashamed, they heard me talk about it. Yeah. I remember... Um, I started studying in college. And I was well, I, before I started studying. I was, you know, it was like an, uh, an art school, so I needed to uh, audition. I don't know. I needed to, to, to you know, submit some stuff, and and you know, and I was waiting there with this uh, girl who later became one of my best friends, and we were just talking about stuff. What do we like? What do you like? Where, where do you want to study here? And then I was I just started talking about fan fiction. Her, her <laughs> eyes just popped. She was like, <gasps> "I'm not alone."
2: Because I don't, yeah,
0: because I don't fucking care, and and she was a little still not really, yeah, kind of there.
1: Did something happen to you to uh, go from like not? younger not sure about it and you've said a couple times about getting to a place of uh, of feeling bold and not giving a fuck
2: mm,
0: that, that's a good question i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh maybe i think because during high school i studied in in like an art high school okay and people were, were a little more open there about stuff and i i did have like a group of friends who were into japanese animation stuff like that and we were all like you know open about stuff so i think maybe that experience okay Awesome. Help me, uh. That, but uh, I think I just realized that saying that won't. I mean, if I'm really sure about it, it's fine.
1: Yeah, like yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah,
0: la- la- later. Now it's like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Now there's kind of uh this this is the world you work in and yeah. the world you kind of live in. Of uh, now this it's mo- now it's
0: mostly talking and trying to convince people you know convince and whatever but you know uh, trying to explain the merits of what this world is and what it means to people uh and what do i feel about it what do other people feel about it like i I, what i told you about the tension thing is something i try to come up with for a long time because I remember at some point I was talking to this uh, guy friend I had and he was I don't like this stuff because it seems humiliating for the characters it seems humiliating for um, the um, creator for the creation yeah and it was really hard for me to explain to him why not so I sat on it for a while and tried to understand I understand that it's not. It's not what they were trying to like. In his mind, it was created as a humili- humiliation sort of thing. Yeah. Later on, I understood that you know saying this does come from a worldview in which sex is shameful, sex is humiliating. Yeah. You know, kind of this pat- patriarch, uh, porno-ish sort of uh outlook. Yeah, looking at un- it
1: all as a power dynamic. Yeah, yeah,
0: partner, yeah. And it's like, oh, that that's not that's not what it is. that's not where this is where this comes from yeah so explaining that is is a bit tricky because again you grow up and you realize that people have their own problems with specific i would say specifically sexuality because you know fan fiction isn't only sexual but a lot of it is yeah and and you know and and you need to explain that it fulfills something but also it's not just about sex but yeah the the sexual part in it You know, it is something that growing up, uh, it did make me a little more open-minded. It did make me a little more, uh, you know, that's kind of a safe space to experiment, to read uh, interesting thing, to kind of deal with taboos you you, you aren't interested in, and you know, fantasy, stuff like that. Uh, And that is the sort of space where I'm so happy it exists for like young women, yeah. they don't really that the, for them dealing with these kind of stuff is taboo.
1: Right, and they it's through their perspective, their voice they can express yeah. themselves. So let me ask you uh, um a little bit from a Star Wars filter cuz I'm a huge Star Wars guy. Yeah. Like so for fan fiction like um I, I understand what you're describing where you can take somebody like uh, if you ship Kylo and Rey, mm-hmm. like especially in The Last Jedi, there is tension. There is oh, a yeah. dynamic between them. So it's a, it seems to me like a yes, we are celebrating these characters if I want to go write a fan fiction where they actually have sex. Mm-hmm. So that's great. But then on the other side of it to uh, being uh, offended about it, there's so many people in Star Wars uh, fandom who get uptight because they think the creators did it wrong. Mm. So, how much fan fiction do you see where it is an extension, like shipping Kylo and Rey? And how much do you see you read where it's just angry, where uh, Ryan Johnson did it wrong, so now I'm going to write the the it's story. It's really where...
0: not something that I see a lot. Yeah, I, I don't see really a lot of hate fix <laughs> like that. Of oh, this was <laughs> oh, bad, that, that I'm, that I'm fixing it. Well, fix? what? I, I I really invented it. Now, I, I, I it's honestly something that just doesn't exist to the extent of course it exists okay. probably if, if you think about it it exists on the internet but it doesn't it's not um to the extent of even calling it fan fiction yeah like i've read something like this uh something that was ryan johnson was awful and now i'm writing something new but he would not call it fan fiction he would call it uh this is a fixed script
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fan fiction is 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 the idea of fan fiction I'm uploading it to a AO3 or fanfiction.net is I'm celebrating this thing yeah. and I'm interested and I love this thing. It's it's almost always a work of either love or appreciation or I I, I I this creation spoke to me in a certain way yeah where i want to do something with it when i i, I it's, it's it feels very it seems very hard to me to create something so passionate uh over something you dislike so much
1: yeah it seems like most of fan fiction then it has a sort of a improv idea of yes and like i'm gonna take something yeah. build upon it or... that's that's
0: a, that's a really great way to see it yes it's it's it's, it's exploring stuff it's a yes and sort of dynamic it's exploring you know what i uh, a really interesting thing that you know is kind of a debate in that world is alternative universe. Okay, alternative universe is uh the idea of taking um the same character, the same dynamic, maybe changing a little bit, it's very broad, but it's mainly those characters in a different setting, different world, maybe slightly different dynamics. Like let's say Kylo and Ray, but they're high schoolers, okay, and he's a freshman, he's a senior, she's a freshman. I don't know the American term, sorry, <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> yeah, senior. Is like more right
1: it, senior is yeah before you <laughs> graduate and yeah and okay, freshman yeah, is starting freshman, so whatever totally senior so, freshman dynamic yes. with Kylo okay yeah
0: there you go so some like that and and you know and um, a lot of people don't like it so much other people are really obsessed with it for me uh, I think the advantages of alternative universe is I love those characters and I love that dynamic so much uh, but I do want to place them in a different sort of setting. Uh, to bring a different sort of tension. Yeah. Which is, oh, you know, the, the story of them in The Last Jedi is so tragic and they're really kind of, uh, according to that person, star-crossed lovers and, you know, it's really hard for me. I want them to be in a kind of more friendly, uh, high schoolish, um, risk-free dynamic where I can explore their relationship in a different sort of setting. Yeah. And Alternative Universe is just w- brilliant in, in that term because it's really not only exploring dynamics in a different setting in a way it's almost like a, a, a writing assignment yeah <laughs> it's really it's it's really cool seeing stuff like that yeah
1: that seems really awesome uh, to get to the core of who you think the character is because if you strip them yeah. of the like the needs of their plot and
0: I that's amazing I think for a creator to see how much readers w- uh, viewers understood the character by how they would act placed in a totally different dynamic
1: yeah yeah So, do you consider when you are making mashup videos, Mm -hmm. do you consider that a kind of fan fiction? (laughs) In
0: a way. I mean, you know, fan fiction... It, it does have a connotation to it which is you know something that is raw something that is not like com- completely made like when you say fan fiction usually about like i don't tv episodes it means that they don't feel canon that they don't feel completely right right and, you know that that a lot of people are offended by it i'm not really offended by this idea because you know fan fiction it is a little raw it is written by younger people it is written in a Safe space environment of I can I'm just I'm just playing here, guys, and you know yeah. if there are amazing writers over there that really um, take the time to consider you know their their fic in an almost novel way, but in general, it is a space where you can be you know you know I'm just I'm just gonna write some stupid fluff here and it's gonna be fine <laughs> like a fluff piece yeah and. Um, just but i there is a certain broad idea to it which i connect in a way to parody to um that kind of creation that is based on another creation just because at its root it comes from a similar place i feel which is the place of I want to solve this tension. I think there's potential here to do something with those characters. When I yeah. place the characters from Stranger Things in the Peanuts universe, it is kind of an alternative universe uh, sort of situation.
1: Yeah, in the Stranger Things <laughs> one in particular is getting to the tension, uh, the Stranger Things Peanuts mashup is getting to the tension of Stranger Things mm-hmm. that you would think that Will Byers would be happy to be out of the yeah. upside down, and he's not. And I think that's what makes the your video really work. Yeah. Because it could just yeah. be like, hey, let's combine a reference, let's combine a reference, and I think that's funny, mm-hmm. but that's a one level of funny, and your video goes to a deeper level of Thank this you. kid had a really fucked up experience. Now he should be happy.
0: He's not. <laughs> yeah. It, it, Which is very
1: human of like, yeah. hey, I've solved one problem. Why aren't I happy? Well, because you're still human and you're, yeah.
0: For us with those videos, I remember this one, the the, the 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 Frozen one. I think at some point with our mashups, we were like, okay, we're not just going to make a mashup. We're going to make a mashup that starts from a certain point in the lives of those characters where they entered a totally different um Scenario just by stepping into that situation, yeah. which is you know similar to I don't know, me and my husband stepping into America. So now we live in that kind of universe. I, I think that's <laughs> it's kind of like how uh, you know you step into a car and you drive somewhere. I, I think we, we went to Disneyland not so long ago, and we said, "Ooh, this is a special episode in our lives." <laughs> so the one kind of, where they
1: go to Disneyland. Yeah. yeah.
0: So kind of like that, but you know, from the moment Will Byers went back. It became Peanuts. From the moment uh, Elsa, uh, you know, uh, Frozen ended and now she needs to be trialed for her crimes or whatever, it turns into Orange is the New Black. It's a different setting, but it should still feel like, you know, how those characters behave in our everything. But again, to your question, fan fiction, in some aspects, it's very similar. And that's why a lot of creators, you know, the creators of Doctor Who work now say, oh, this is kind of fan fiction. You know, when they, because, you know, they work on, or Or Sherlock or stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I would say it is different in terms of what exactly I'm doing, the kind of craft, you know, similar and different.
1: Yeah. Did you ever write, Traditional fan fiction. I
0: tried. It was hard for me, you know? Yeah. Like, fan art, I did a lot. And and uh, fan fiction, I tried a couple of times. It was... It takes a certain intimacy that was hard for me. Okay. Uh, not embarrassing or anything. I super appreciate fan fiction. I love fan fiction writers. A lot of my friends write. Uh, and... For me, I don't know, I started and I would like write one chapter and then I would like, "Mm, this doesn't work for me. (laughs) I don't know. I'd rather (laughs) other people did it.
1: Was it that you were trying to write fan fiction because you were a a fan of fan fiction and you wanted to try the experience or were you feeling that unfulfilled desire Uh, about something?
0: 50-50. Unfulfilled, usually it would would throw me away to the parodies. I would do those. Yeah. Uh, Or I would read. Uh, Writing myself, I think it was actually trying to write it uh but also i think i i think i had a good idea uh for an alternative universe for something i usually usually the couple of times where i tried to write fan fiction it was uh, a fix a, a ch- changing a point in time okay like uh that character i think i think i had a, an idea for star wars i think i had an idea for the last jedi where what was it it was if 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 Kylo Ren, if, if if Ben Solo would not be drawn to the dark side, okay, what kind of a Kirk person he would be? So I, I imagine ooh, I would imagine kind of uh, what's his name, like kind of Han Solo sort of, uh, yeah. you know, womanizer or something. And I thought, okay, th- th- this seems like something that would be like super fun to read and. I did need it at the time because I think I, I, I really got obsessed with The Last Jedi and it was so dark and so hard. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I need some I need some relief. I kind of want to write this now myself. Yeah, right? Like,
1: well, because when I think about the character of who uh, Ben Solo is, if he never becomes Kylo Ren, but he does still have all these anxieties, but he doesn't have the dark side yeah. to let them out in a horrible so way. So I'm imagining, yeah. Just really sad and mopey all the time and kind of getting rejected more, by people. Yeah,
0: I kind of imagine him a more sort of, you know, taking the from his dad from like the Hansa from you know his dad the not womanizer but kind of this
1: the charmer cool the...
0: charming thing but also kind of have like a, a darker gentle soul like his mom yeah. <laughs> so I, I imagine something like this uh, I think I, I I thought about it because I saw someone did like a manip of um, Adam Driver from one of his, I don't know, model photo shoots or something. Okay. Uh, edited, uh, he was wearing something that looked like uh, what Han Solo is wearing. Okay. So, and she she edited it, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> he looks so happy. I need to do something. You're with like, it. I
2: need to write that. So,
0: yeah. But then I think I started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then then he, he, he meets Ray in some way, and, rah, rah, yeah. rah, rah. and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I started talking about it with people. And then at some point, I was like,
1: yeah. <laughs> You got it out by talking about it Yeah, a little bit, yeah? yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Has fan fiction ever changed your mind about an actual uh, piece of, of real canon, a piece of work? Hmm. Like, I mean, I know it's probably had, like, some relief where you felt like, oh, I've made fun of this thing that doesn't make sense. And that's made me feel better about it. But have you ever read something where, like, okay, now this makes me feel better about the actual thing?
0: Hmm. Uh... No, I, I, I can't think of it. I can't think of something like that. I can think of stuff that uh, that mm, made me feel better in terms of I didn't like it and now I like uh, the show more.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Hmm, I can't say. I th- maybe, maybe, maybe I think the Doctor Who, I, I didn't like... Um, I didn't like Eleven so much when it okay. started because I missed David Tennant, and <laughs> and I read I read a fic, a beautiful one, just just a really beautiful one, uh, that it's it kind of a, about you know uh, ten coming to term with parting with Rose and part and, and yeah. you know and, and and with his mortality, and then he turns into Eleven, and I think that was, I, d- I wouldn't say a fix because I loved what they did in the show, but it did help a little bit more to people who had a harder time with the transition maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would
1: imagine that there's always a huge spike whenever uh, the doctor regenerates because that's, like, one of the beautiful things about that yeah. show is the, you you never want to let your doctor go. Yeah. And then as soon as the next doctor goes, you don't oh, want let that doctor go. There,
0: it was so tragic and <laughs> sad. And it kind of felt like you need a little more. Like, I think they did a really, really good job at explaining, you know, the the last... There were a, a few specials after World's End that really... Ten was really devastating in them. And he got a little crazy over there in one of the episodes. And yeah. I think th- those episodes really, I think were made to make you think he can't stay as 10. Yeah. Like, World's End, you were like, oh, I know. I don't want to change. I love him. <laughs> and then, you know, those four specials, they were, you were like, yeah, dude, you need to move on. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> having, like, a midlife uh, time there, There's, crisis. like, waters on Mars is brutal. Oh, I remember, yeah. I remember my husband watched Doctor Who for the first time, and I remember uh, we were watching that episode, and I didn't remember it. And I was like, shit, Wow. <laughs> But yeah, sorry. Yeah, Back no, no, fiction. no,
1: that's great. Uh that's we're doing a podcast yeah. called Obsessed. It's okay oh, yeah, to get obsessive. <laughs> um if somebody wrote a fan fiction about your life, what do you Someone think it would be like?
0: They did. Yeah, I was friends, but still.
1: Okay. <laughs> now what was it and why? It was
0: like a. it was like a comedy fic, like a crack fic. I I it was for my birthday. I don't remember what it was. Uh the closest thing I think was not really a fanfic kind of it's kind of a comedy it's not you know i've never read something su- super duper serious yeah like I, I i would not be against it by the way it was like it is it is venturing into like re- real people fiction which is hard for a lot of people yeah. to read uh i i don't really know what i think about that but you know it's it's uh, to each their own uh but but um, for me I, i'm not sure it would upset me too much unless it would be like i don't know super horrible or something (laughs) but no but again fan fiction it it doesn't really happen when i say super horrible i'm talking about i don't know those people online that do like weird torture porn drawings just to kind of get even with someone they hate (laughs) but that's not something that really happens here so much uh but yeah i was just like i I think the closest thing is my husband uh for one of my birthdays he gathered a bunch of friends and he wrote like a comic starting me starring me and each (laughs) one of them drew like a part of it. Yeah. So something like that. I was just... I was a superhero and I was... And he was kidnapped and I needed to save him or something. I think that's the That's closest. a pretty
1: awesome fan That section. was awesome. Did you feel like your friends uh, and your husband all got the character of you right? Did they yeah. feel like they, they, they <laughs> summed you up correctly?
0: Anyway, I mean, over there it was like overly heroic or something like that. So... Yeah. Like, that, that was a bit... Uh, different but you know I, I, when you save it like that i'm not thinking about that comic so much or fan fiction in general i'm, t- I'm thinking about um you know, yeah just uh, you know th- the closest thing i can think about of someone getting me right is when people know stuff about me that i'm really surprised that they know yeah like the fan fiction thing like, I think, uh, I remember, okay, I'll give you the other, the opposite. I remember, um, I promised a certain friend, I bring her in, in college, I bring her my video camera, she needed to film something, and I was like, okay, uh, I need to travel to the town anyway, I'll, I'll go through you and I'll, I'll bring that to you. And I took the case with me and, you know, and, and the tripod and went over to her and I brought everything, like the cable, everything <laughs> but the camera.
2: <laughs> and
0: the first thing she said was, wow, Lid, that's so not you to do something like that. And you don't understand how much it is.
2: <laughs> it is so
0: me. Later, I went to one of my best friends. She was like, "Is she kidding? This is the most you have ever heard." Like I forget things, and I, 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 I leave things. I, I forget my glasses. I forget everything. Like this is bringing everything but the substance itself is like that is very, very me. So it's stuff like that that would either that would surprise me. Yeah, like that. I think in fan fiction, you know, I'm a real person, so it's a little more difficult to write um, you know a good character design depending on that it, it will it will it will be when it's someone real it will be how you see them yeah for you so like I have a friend who really sees me as this person really elegant sort of person so every time like in my birthday she draws me she she draws me super elegant i'm like who who are you seeing and other people like you, another friend of mine you know knows that i'm like clumsy and weird and draws me like this so i think with real people it is really how you see them rather yeah. than you know and that's something that maybe i've read a Few real people fix over here and there. It made me feel super guilty, so I'm not. I never did it, ever again. It's weird <laughs> when it's real people. It's hard, uh, yeah. but but yeah, the, you would get you get the sense that they've written the person they want to see rather yeah. than the person himself.
1: Yeah, and do you feel like that is? Do you feel like fan fiction is more what people want the characters to be, or more oh, of no, an exploration I, 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 of
0: a, a bit of that, a bit of that? I'm just saying that's the difference between you know writing about someone. That is not a character, yeah. Uh, in, in opposed to, you know, the, and, and you know, someone who is real is not a good character design. That's that's just, <laughs> you know, someone you know at a certain point of time <laughs> through the filter of I just know them from interviews, yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, uh, rather, uh, in opposed to, you know, a real character design that someone f- spent hours writing and and, yeah. and 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 you know, and completing and and thinking about. So obviously, those would always be a little more satisfying in terms yeah. of nailing the character.
1: Well, I love that perspective of humans is uh, a little bit yeah. poorly written characters. <laughs> poorly, yeah, it is. <laughs> We're going to move on to our how obsessed are you question. So mm-hmm. these are questions I ask everybody or variations thereof. Do you think about fan fiction every day?
0: <laughs> oh, it's really hard for me to say. Uh, I do think of it a lot. Uh, you, you say think... It's not something that I walk in the street and hmm. hmm but, but you know I, 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 humans think about sex a lot so the sex that I think about is a lot of time characters so I would okay. say yes
1: okay uh, when you think about characters having sex I may <laughs> ask is it out of a fan fiction type way of like I saw these characters have this tension on the show and it bugged me that they didn't actually have sex
0: uh, it's or not is it? it's not it's not the bugged thing it's more of they should <laughs> 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 they really should oh you know it's it's kind of the this. Yeah, I I remember at one point, me and my friend who is also really into fan fiction, we were like, what do people imagine when like they're not into like shows and stuff like that? They just imagine like naked people. Yeah, like normal naked people. That's boring. <laughs> were well, <if they're> new? <laughs> yeah,
1: can I ask you, uh, being a Doctor Who fan? And, yeah, and I assume did you come to Doctor Who from the new series, not from watching the... from the new
0: series? Yeah, I actually, yeah. I actually, I remember it really well. I, I I came back home. I was in college, and I came back home uh, like on vacation, and. Uh, Idiot's Lanterns Idiot's Lantern was was on TV it was like it was a few years after because you know in Israel we we got now we got everything super fast over there but it was gonna it was like a year after I think Uh, and I saw it and it was really funny because for some reason I was really into Top Gear and I thought David Tennant was, <laughs> what's his name?
1: One of the Jeremys or something? Yeah, no, no,
0: no, I, no. Someone that looks like him. Okay. I don't remember his name.
1: I don't know. But
0: uh, but yeah, and I was like, oh, that, that, that's a cute guy. And, and, and oh, who's that cute blonde? I want to see this. Yeah. All
1: right. So you came into Doctor Who with David Tennant. Yeah. Who, of the doctors, is the has the most level of, I think, kind of sexual charisma. Oh, yeah. Like just in his in his character, not mm-hmm. even actors. Other actors have, character have and, plenty and of di- sexual di- charisma.
0: Dynamic. Di- di- Dynamic. dynamic between him and and Rose and stuff like that yeah so
1: the but Doctor Who is not a super sex-based show Mm -hmm. do you ever want since you came into Doctor Who at a point when the doctor was a very sexual being Mm -hmm. do you ever feel like you wish Doctor Who was a sexier show where characters actually Uh, had sex
0: first of all no it's a show for kids I mean I, I always understood that uh watching it you know it's I never saw it, and I was like, oh, this is a very sexual show. It it wasn't like, oh, why is the other stuff not as sexy? It it was never really that. Uh, I think it, I don't know, it just made sense that that character is like that and others... We're not. Okay. I, I never watched cool. it and thought, oh, "Where's the sexual energy?" In, <laughs> in, in, you know, in the eighth Doctor, in the ninth, like, you know, it's not something. Uh, seventh. I like that you have the, a specific voice have for something.
2: questioning. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's me. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. It just it it seemed right that this character is like that, and also you know, it did have the dynamic of a show for kids. So you know, yeah. even even those more sexual stuff were a little more silly. Yeah. It wasn't it was kind of like that. Um wishing, no, not like that. Not really. Uh, it's not something that ever I really thought about. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: just such a, I came to it from from the older show that was so, so chaste. Mm. Uh, you know, and it was so new that David Tennant There's brought that energy. So I'm always yeah, curious that, 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 to hear I, people's I, we, perspective I who watch, started with him. Yeah,
0: I watched like older uh, and they have like their own charm. It's a different kind of sexiness, I would say, because sexy is, you know, is the kind of flair... Uh, that a certain thing has and that flair can be you know actual s- sexual energy but it can also be uh the style of the show and and you know and for me when i watch a few of the 60s episode the sexiness came from the how uh, the elegance and, yeah. you know the fashion and and the ness of it all and you know and the studio sort of uh feeling to it yeah so so that's something i would find in any kind of elegant setting. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so when people walk into your home, can they tell you're obsessed with
0: fantasy? <laughs> uh, not really. I, I That's something... I, first of all, again, I'm obsessed with a lot of stuff. Uh, that's something that I really like and appreciate, but I wouldn't say it's kind of hidden and kind of, a, ooh, something not talked about <laughs> Underworld, but that is something that, you know, I would, at the end of the day, get into my iPhone and and read stuff, but my house uh, reeks of other (coughs) stuff I'm interested in. My house, they would think I'm into, I don't know, um, 60s, um, how do you call it? The mid-century design. Okay. (laughs) Because that's what I like for that house.
1: Okay, cool. It just, uh,
0: I, I, I think the thing that confu- confused a lot of people that I just, I like a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> wrong with
1: that. If you wanted to represent fan fiction in some way in your home, how would you do it even? I
0: don't know. Would it's, you like
1: frame your printed? Probably printout? fan art. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Probably like printed art or something like that.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Uh, have you ever shed actual tears over fan fiction?
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I, oh. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying it because every time someone asks me that, I remember one fan fiction that's just—I think I cried over it for two days. Because two days. I'll tell you why. When, when, when re- I have this, there's a thing with time travel stuff again. Doctor Who. It was just Doctor Who. Is I think I I started reading at the time when I got into it and lately there was like a I got into it again because I saw I I, I, I um let my husband watch uh a few seasons, so I was like, oh, I'm into this again. <laughs> and um there was so I read this fanfic which which is it, it, it had the trope, which is for me the saddest trope anyone ever uses when they use time travel stuff. Uh I think they had it in um what was his name? Time Traveler. Wife? Wife? What was it called?
1: Oh, what? yeah. Yeah, I can't remember right book. now. Book. Uh, wife of the Time Traveler. Oh, Astronaut's like Wife? No. Steve's Wife? No.
2: Cheryl's <laughs> Wife? <laughs>
0: uh. It was like a, a story about uh, someone who like time travels and he keeps meeting his wife in different okay. ages. and I don't remember. It was a movie with Rachel McAdams. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. So this trope, it was like a fanfic about, you know, Ten, uh, you know, he's uh, uh, parting with everyone. There's a lot of fics like that. Uh, parting with, uh, you know, everyone in in World's End. Uh, no, no, it's not World's End. It's the the, the very last episode. I think yeah. he, he 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 he's going to die. So he's traveling to all kinds of right. characters, and he says goodbye. And then at the end, he says goodbye to Rose in 2005. And then uh, in the fic, he manages to go to the other world, to the, the parallel universe, to see her.
2: Oh wow! Uh, One
0: has time, but he miscalculates and he sees her as an old lady, and 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 it was just it was a very very short fic. But it's written it was written so sad because he sees her and she tells him about her life because she was with the other doctor and with the you know yeah. and she and how she's happy and then he was like and he's like, Okay, you wanna come with me to a last ride? And she's like, I don't know, I'm old and you know, and it's just it was described really gently about how she's like stepping into the TARDIS and she shakes a little because she's kind of she's cold and and then he puts her he, he brings her back and, and they part and she goes away. But Ugh, this thing of meeting someone when they're old and yeah. you're still young and oh my god is it, it just, about <laughs> the
1: mortality is it about the missed time together what makes it's, you cry oh
0: god everything it's uh <laughs> it's the missed time it's the you know it's always like the character is like oh i'm not as young as i used to be i don't know if i can do this okay i'll try and it's like it's the missed time it's she was. Com- I don't know. It's 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 a bunch of stuff. Remember, I remember I I articulate I articulated really well when I read it. What exactly made it sad for yeah. me? But yeah. But this thing and and um, every time you see you you know someone young and you're old. I think Doctor Who had stuff like that when yeah. in in Family of Blood yeah at the end of it he they they go to see the kid who was in World War One yeah and he's. Old and I was like, ah. it's just—I <laughs> don't know—that trope just does something to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, that jumping around and seeing oh, the whole no. grandeur of life uh, at different points, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I'll consider that a yes then—that you have cried oh, for two God. days over a fan fiction. Have you ever had, or would you ever want to have, a dream about fan fiction?
0: Probably had fan fi- when, it, when you say dream about fan fiction, is is it's basically dreaming about characters. Yeah,
1: I guess I dream about fanfiction. fiction. I yeah, guess my dreams are fanfiction.
0: I mean... Because I dream about yeah. uh,
1: characters all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. kind
0: of a... Uh, I don't know if, if we can get sued for <laughs> dreaming those characters. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, That's it's... a it's, terrifying it's, thought. Yeah, Anne Rice. I don't know if you know, there was like this... Every, now, every time there's a fanfic, uh, people write disclaimer, I don't own the characters and everything. Okay. That exists because... Kind of in the early two thousand, Anne Rice would really threaten people. Oh, really? Over like fan fiction, and she she got she got calmer later on when she realized, okay, this is just the thing. And
1: yeah, and people aren't yeah, going out to so, sell it. but still,
0: it was a scare. It was a thing. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, Anne Rice almost put an end to everybody's good times. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> uh, if aliens were coming to Earth and you were appointed to greet them, would you present them with a fan fiction story?
0: That's really uh, you know parody, meta, fan fiction. It's it's hard to explain. Even to people who are into, who, who it's hard to explain because it's, 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 it, it really, um, you need a higher, um, not higher understanding, not that, uh, you need a bigger,
1: um, a more global
2: picture.
0: Yeah. Uh, 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 bigger understanding of references yeah you need a bigger library in your head yeah to understand those kind of thing a lot of my videos people need to know the stuff when they watch them and i think that's the same with any kind of parody satire mm-hmm. and fan fiction and fan and fan works and fan art and stuff like that um so i think it would take a lot of other explaining before we can <laughs> explain that it's it, it yeah. would be a little easier i think um when i tried to describe fan fiction at some i did like um a lecture at some point and i was talking about fan works and yeah. i talked about uh Sherlock holmes and how when i know uh, he killed him off uh in the um waterfall over there uh the the reich right i don't yeah. remember the name <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so you know friends were really fucking angry with that and they started writing their own versions and sending it to the strand and uh you know later on yeah people wrote other stories for Sherlock Holmes that became canon. But still, um, explaining that makes it a little more understandable to people to okay, someone told a story and he stopped the story, but I wanted to hear more or know more, so I wrote the story, even though it's not mine.
1: Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think a lot of our culture is going to be fan fiction yeah, something like because that. of that. All right. Yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, obviously, aliens, if they just—if they don't not know anything, if they haven't been monitoring us, if and they you have, bring yeah. them a, a strange uh, fan fiction about... If they
0: have the concept of what a story is, it would be easier <laughs> to explain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. But you wouldn't take that risk. You wouldn't present them with your own fan fiction about aliens landing and how well <laughs> it goes
0: uh it wouldn't be a fan fiction it would be a story
1: <laughs> true yeah cause like if
0: if they have i don't know risk why risk they're they're hostile they have stuff like that <laughs>
1: all right so what would you yeah. bring them
0: oh I you know first of all, I would inquire about you know do you, do you understand the concept of story and do you have that uh yeah, and tell them a current kind of story and then bring them the fanfics and say, okay, this is a story of a story. Okay. But again, it's Yeah, then, it's, then it's they'd just know just how
1: odd. intelligent we are as humans. Yeah. That it's not enough to have and stories. We have stories we... about stories. Yeah. <laughs> Time wasted. <laughs> uh, if a friend was stranded on a desert island with only one thing to read, would you leave them with a collection of fanfiction?
0: If they're very, very obsessed with, for me, it would be amazing. Yeah. Yes. For, for, for the friend that I'm thinking about, obviously, yes. <laughs> yes. That That's something that would be really, really great to someone who is obsessed with the thing. But, you know, they won't watch, I don't know, The Last Jedi over and over and over yeah. again. But I bring them a whole case of fan fiction depending on the ship that yeah. they admire.
1: Do you feel like just that fan fiction is going to be more raw in, in theory? It's not going to sometimes be as technically well written. So it's going to be more human. Do you think that would be more interesting to spend time with if you're stranded for a long time? For me, yeah.
0: For me, for that friend. Uh, not for everyone. Okay. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people don't... I, I think it's it really depends on, on the kind of obsessed that you are because a lot of people that I know don't understand this because they just, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. I want to go to the next story. I want to <laughs> okay. go to the next show. I want to go to the next TV show or, or movie or something like that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Would you fight with a family member at a nice dinner over fan fiction? If they, like, insulted uh, it,
0: would you defend A fa- family member, probably not, because it's, like, they're not, they're, like, they, they just, every, anything I say, they're, like, okay, she, Lee knows what she's, <laughs> Lee knows what she's talking okay, about. Okay, so you I not... have I have discussed that concept with other kind of artists. Yeah. I have fought over it. Not fought over Oh, no, it is good. Not really like that. It's more, like, uh, what's the merit of why it exists, why people are interested in it, um, why it's not humiliating or why yeah. it's not a waste of time, why it's not stealing, stuff like that. Like yeah. kind of explain the psychology of why would someone be interested in that?
1: Yeah. So yeah, obviously like like you started the podcast with saying you've spent yeah. a lot of time That's trying I, to make I sense of it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm interested with you as a person. Is it so close to your heart that you could be uh, that you would rise to anger about it because you have thought about it logically. But if somebody uh, really pressed you, even at like a party, and was just like, "Hey, I heard what you're saying. I heard your well thought out rationale, but I think it's dumb." I would, would that make you mad? I,
0: not really. I because I, I would not get mad at the at that I, because first of all, I'm like whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but also because you know well, I'm not gonna get annoyed with this. But um, mostly because. I would not be angry with the idea of they are, you know, trashing something i like. I would be upset about where they're coming from about it. Because okay. a lot of times it comes from shaming female sexuality. A lot of times it comes from having warped perception of what sexuality is. Uh, a lot of time it comes from not really understanding... W- n- not just why people work around that but why they do it's it's i would get upset with why they they don't like it probably yeah. if like okay. if, if it's kind of like most of them are not well written and they need something really well written like okay you know yeah, what yeah a enough. lot of right. a lot of them are written by very young people and for me it's fine uh for a lot of people it's it's hard and that's fine uh or you know they're not sexy enough fine that's fine like <laughs> a lot of, i have a lot of friends who like it's hard for them because they need something visual and then you know you do have like japanese dojinshi who are, who th- that are fan comics. Okay. that You see, like, I don't know, I think I read one from The Last Jedi, maybe. Uh, it's really hard to find online, I mean, you know, the characters and they're yeah. drawn. And you see the drawings and everything. So that's something like that. Uh, but but But, yeah, but really being against that kind of tells me that you have a different sort of problem. Okay. That's something that I would have an issue with. If, yeah. it's, if it's something that, you know, that I have an issue with.
1: Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, if you could only read one new thing a month, would you choose fan fiction?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Depend Depends. It super depends on my mood. Okay. Honestly, Like, it really depends on the mood. So, like, I hadn't read something in a while because I, I was just not in the mood.
2: Okay. And uh, I read other stuff.
0: Yeah. So is it is it all about? <laughs> maybe that- I'm not as obsessed, and I'm thinking. No, I am obsessed. <laughs> you know, I'm obsessed with the idea of it, but I'm just. I'm not. Um, it's not something that you know that I feel very strongly. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 you know, because yeah, there's just- no
1: right or wrong answer to these questions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like uh, over the whole course of this podcast, having like talking to different people about yeah. how obsession expresses itself. Yeah. And it's not all like, yes, I must always be dressed in this thing. I just constantly. I punch anybody who disagrees.
0: Yeah, it yeah. really depends on the mood.
1: Yeah, cool. Uh, if you were about to read a great piece of fan fiction that you really wanted to, to read, it was on your laptop, but then a bear stole your laptop, <laughs> would you chase the
0: bear? Probably not. I mean, it's it's online. It's really super easy to find. <laughs> it's, I mean, today, I mean, I remember when I was younger, there was a piece of fan fiction that was hard to find. That's it. Yeah, that's just fucking it. Unless you talk to someone and they miraculously read it too. Yeah. But now I, there, there are whole Tumblr pages dedicated to, "Hey, I read this thing. I uh, can't find it. Oh, you're talking about this fic. It's here."
1: And then people find it yeah. for you, no matter how hard it would be to Google.
0: Yeah, or, or you know, or you Google it, or if it's harder, yeah. There's just so many ways to find it.
1: Okay, so you just let the bear run off with your laptop and you say, oh. "It's a
0: fucking bear." <laughs> I, I, I don't remember. I, don't, can I think of one thing. I would chase that maybe if he grabbed my husband or something, but I mean, <laughs> maybe there's no not more of that guy.
1: <laughs> That's true. That is very <laughs> very true. I asked everyone to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What kind of noise can you make to? Oh no! Sum up your feeling of reading a really good fan fiction.
0: It, it really it can be all kinds of noises. If it's it could be hmm,
1: it can be like
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it really it's you know uh, the same noises you would have when watching film if it's like a sweet romantic comedy you're like oh yeah and yeah or yeah. something sexy you're like yeah <laughs> although yeah usually when, when it was something sexy I'm, I'm usually very you know when i say i'm open about stuff i'm not kidding i'm like i'm sitting in bed and my husband is also reading so I'm like okay listen <laughs> and i like it and you're so so this is happening right now it's kind of hot. You want to hear? Yeah. Okay.
1: So what was your noise when you were working on theory of of why fan fiction makes sense that you shared with me? What what was your, your the noise, noise the <laughs> noise you made when you feel like feel like that concept clicked in your mind?
0: It's hard to say. It's more like a, you know, yeah. It's just that I, I don't think about it as noises because <laughs> I'm at home and I'm like, mm hmm.
1: That's a noise. Yeah. I consider uh-huh. that a noise.
0: I'm just, you know what? Let me think. Let me think. I'm just thinking about it. And I'm like, it's you, I think the noise was more about why that particular person was thought it was humiliating. So I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> Which is what? Oh, because he sees sex as humiliating shit. Yeah. Something like that.
1: Okay, those are all great noises. I asked for one, you offered me like seven, so thank you. Awesome. Uh, I asked people to rate their obsession. So on a scale of uh, one to, let's just say 100, one being the lowest, uh, 100 being the highest, how obsessed do you feel? Again, there's no right or wrong answer. You can say two.
0: Okay, I'm going to say 50 and I will explain why. Okay. 50 because uh, I'm not obsessed to the point of you know thinking i'm i'm obs- when it comes to almost everything that i like to the point of obsession it's always with a hint of not doubt but always with a hint of uh, you know being very objective towards it yeah like yeah i i will defend what it means, I will defend, but you know, I'm not like, oh my god, fan fiction is the best thing ever. And it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, if you don't like it, fine. But <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I think I'm more passionate with defending what it means, what, what, what it kind of traps behind it, what, what's yeah. behind writing that. I will defend it because, you know, you never really question writers or directors or creators with fan fiction, does kind of uh, is in the realm of because it's so female led because it's so fem- female oriented because it, it is you know it is tends to be a lot of time sexual and silly and and, and kind of raw and and, and new uh, so it kind of falls in the realm of frivolous and and, and stupid and yeah. um, not, not, not important but also uh, you know it's it Best case scenario, dumb. Worst case scenario, disgusting. And I'm defending it from the for, for the same reason I would defend romantic comedies and you know other stuff that are associated uh, with with women, with female creation, because a lot of time the hate comes from from that, yeah, and not from the the, the thing itself.
1: Yeah, well, I yeah. totally accept that is an obsession on Obsessed Podcast because yeah. uh, I I think it is great when people are really aware of being of why they're obsessed, in particular with being obsessed with the underpinnings of the thing. Mm -hmm. And I I like that when I talk to people about even shows you like. Because sometimes, you know... Th- many things in pop culture are aesthetically pleasing and I think it's great when people are just like, oh, yeah. I like the way it looks, that's great, that's a level of appreciation of the... but I like it when people know what's underneath.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, one of the best things, you know, instead of aesthetically pleasing and it's kind of remind me, one of the best things about growing up is kind of being just fine with stuff <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and I, I, I have a friend, I have a friend who like, I talked to her and she was like, you know, she she did literally, she talked. She said, I can't watch things with, I, th- I can't watch shows where where I can't find characters I want to sleep with and I'm like, you know what, I, I, I get what you're meaning. And, and, you know, it's something that saying that in, in, in public, in certain spaces would kind of not only raise eyebrows, but you're like, oh, you only watch it because they're hot. and like, yeah, you, <laughs>
2: you,
0: you do it too. Everyone yeah. fucking does it. Why do you think they look like this?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's kind
0: of, it, it's, it's one of those things. And, and that's kind of, it is another aspect fan fiction where sometimes you just want to feel good yeah sometimes you just want to see you know sexy people doing sexy things i think i i have a friend that i always talk to her about how we hate artistic sex scenes in cinema because like who the fuck are you kidding yeah we really appreciate um being very honest about the sex like uh, uh, you know this is we, we 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 Game of Thrones is sec- has a sex scene because it's sexy and it's sex 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 and it's like yeah. you know it's uh, sorry for saying it too much about, <laughs> but, but but you know I I I because it hides nothing behind it yeah something about super artistic sex stuff feels ex- a lot more exploitive. yeah it feels like a lot more oh no I just did it because it really contributes um the 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 the, the episode yes and it's like uh, it it feels a lot more fetishy a lot more. Uh, You know, not always. I'm just saying that there's something to appreciate with just coming out and doing the thing because I'm doing the thing.
1: Well, I know I felt very misled by how sort of like polished and smooth all sex looked like you know well oh, no, lit and you know you know, you know no, when, when exactly where it should be in you know, that's not human
0: it's no it's it still needs to be you know sexy yeah. I, you know when it's uh, uh, what are you talking about those 90s with the saxophone thing and that's not that's <laughs> that's not that's 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 gross
2: yes that's like, that's
0: horrible.
1: Yeah, saxophones are like anti-erotic at yeah, this point. Yeah, and like, you know,
0: you, you it, it, there is, it does connect to, you know, wanting to see happiness, wanting to sing. Camp is part of that, and, and fan fiction is part of that. Yeah. That's, you know, that's why I think growing up, one of my favorite shows was Sex and the City, because it was kind of the first time where I saw... Those scenes, and I was like, "This is this looks like, like fun, and not like those, you know, dark '90s saxophone, risky looking uh, <laughs> things that I was terrified of yeah, when I was a kid." Yeah,
1: understandably so. And
0: or uh, well, there, they laughed and they jumped, and 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 you know, and that was part of it. And 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 yeah, and you know, getting rid of your misconceptions about what art should be, yeah, brings you into a happier place and through and that's something we didn't really discuss but you know it, we're probably nearing the end so i'll just <laughs> mention that through a lot of those creations fan fiction, I, I I fan fiction that's something i talk about when i talk about fan fiction that i not talk about when i talk about campy mm-hmm. uh films and stuff like that um underneath the surface there's a lot of subversive messages underneath the surface uh there's a lot of representation that you don't get uh, yeah. in tv a lot of um subversive writing for women subversive writing for men uh that's something you just see a lot that's why you know i always talk about how one of my favorite batmans is actually batman and robin yeah because it is so it is that was a blockbuster batman film that was so 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 queer (laughs) yeah it was amazing. I watched it not so long ago and I was like, "Oh my god. It has some really really interesting subversive queer moments that you would not get in 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 in, in like I don't know other blockbuster stuff." And I think something about it being so campy allowed it to be that. Yeah. So that's something you all, I think you also see in other creations that talk about the things that you consider not you specifically that one would consider as kind of light or fluffy or silly yeah like you know sex or whatever yeah it's something as you grow older you, you 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 get a little more comfortable with and you understand
1: yeah that makes sense to me I really like a lot of things that are like I I have lots of like oh well writerly that was a mistake or this shot didn't work but I really like things that are flawed because oh, they oh, feel
0: human yes Oh, okay and I think that's a big Again, thing about the, oh, I wish too. I wish we, yes I wish we talked about it too <laughs> I, I always talk about my the shows I love TV and movies but I'm also a fangirl that's something I I I, I do divide because there is critically and there is fangirly and fangirly uh, really is excited about flawed stuff okay. that you can talk about. Like, yeah. my, my favorite franchise in the whole Avengers franchise is the Thor uh, movies. but okay. Tho- Because there's so much potential there that is, I would say, wasted. I do like those movies. Even, even you know, the the, the not so great of them. Uh, but, you know, but there is a lot of so much stories you can tell, so much backstories you can tell, so much wasted potential. And also, there's something not complete with them. Yeah, I remember I don't remember what it was. I was I was asked to create like what why don't you make a video about XYZ? I don't remember what what it was. And I said, It's perfect. I really have nothing to add. <laughs> now you know, when I say perfect I say complete. It's not it, it doesn't mean that I love it, but it means it's complete. That I I have nothing to say about it.
2: Yeah. I haven't
0: yeah, yeah. And there's something about the flawed, it doesn't have to be bad. It just has to mean that there's still a lot of potential there. There's still a lot of gaps there that you want to create around. There's something about the flawed that I think attracts so much discussion.
1: Yeah, I think it feels human because a a director or a writer or actors made these weird choices and you you feel (laughs) critically like that's not quite the right choice. But I'm thinking about that more than the correct choice because I'm so fascinated of why you would make that choice that too yeah you know, that and that that's what's interesting to me and i think does connect to fan fiction because oh. it's about people making their own choices yeah in for their way. own human reasons it's
0: that and, and and you know and and yeah and there's just that's something you know being a teen and growing up and, and discovering my sexuality with fan fiction <laughs> is getting stuff there that you would not get in in normal movies shows different kind of masculinity different yeah. kind of femininity uh, different kind of, 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 you know, how you see sexuality. Yeah. And and stuff would happen there and they're not questioned. Yeah. And that's a lot of time because, you know, it's a fan fiction. You, you, you don't have, you don't want to develop that. Some of them will. Okay. But, you know. This is a threesome with, with those two guys and that girl. And that's it. Like, is that, is that guy bisexual? And yeah, in that story, he is. Okay, cool. And, and you know, and, and that's...
1: Thor, Loki, and Wonder Woman. Yeah,
0: Great. <laughs> that's just the way it is uh, over here. Uh, and, you know, maybe another fanfic. And you do like a 10-episode fanfic of them trying to explore what it means that <laughs> okay. they had this night of night of, 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 of weird passion. Uh, but, you know, it's not something that you need. And, and that's good for exploring those places yeah cool cool
1: so i always want to leave room for plugs where can people find your you and your work
0: so you can find me on youtube only lee o-n-l-y-l-e-i-g-h uh i usually have twitter now i closed it because i need some peace and quiet but w- w- maybe by the time this comes out i'll get back so it's uh you know lilahav l-e-i-g-h-l-a-h-a-v
1: okay so you're yes. just on a temporary break from twitter
0: probably i don't know
1: yeah it's a lot <laughs> we'll, we'll see a lot. that's a whole another podcast yes uh here's some quick plug for this show and then we'll do our final weird questions yes you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast that I co-host that is Force Center. For info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums and stuff, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com, and you can, of course, support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. All right, here are a couple of weird final questions. Which would you rather be able to shoot out of your hands, lightning or a breakfast cereal?
0: Bre- uh, I want to say breakfast cereal, but then I'm like, hmm. <laughs> uh, I've never
1: had someone stop themselves in the middle. Really, you, you, you sounded so sure. Breakfast, yeah, I like, well, because
0: food. <laughs> but then I'm like, ah, uh, but 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 I have this problem where I choose. Orin always says. Orin, my husband always says, like, you always choose the worst. Choices
2: because you're hungry,
0: or because something, and I'm like, oh, that's true. I was hungry for a moment, so I was like, breakfast, but then I was like, no, 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 lightning because I'm also power hungry and I want to scare people. And
2: yeah,
1: so final answer lightning,
0: uh, yeah, I think there was also like, the, and now they came, um, that trailer came out with uh, Shazam, Shazam, yeah. that, that's 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 yeah. the name, and he there's this part where he charges people's phones yes so that that would be cool too
1: yeah you can just walk around the airport charging people's phones and be everybody's heroes
0: (laughs) yeah
1: perfect if you could run at super speed but only between your home and one other place where would that other place be
0: hmm I mean, uh, can can I, like, walk on water and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, so you're, like, my home in Israel.
1: Okay, so you just be able to run back and forth between yeah, uh, you know, America it's, and Israel?
0: It's, yeah, it's, it's, like, very cheap. I don't have to <laughs> fly for 15 hours. Yes.
1: <laughs> Would it be uh, to a specific place in Israel? Yeah, my, ma- your my mom's house. Your right? mom's house? Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then
1: uh, you don't have to do the phone calls. You exactly. can just zip over and talk yeah. in person. Yeah. Perfect. The final question for everyone on the podcast is, what is happiness? <gasps>
0: Oh no. Uh, I think the thing I said a lot in this podcast is, oh, this, it it would, okay. I'm, 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 it it sounds bad because, you know, in this day and age, you cannot afford to not care. But happiness is not giving a fuck. (laughs) Happiness for me is not giving a fuck. I'm not saying not care about important stuff. Yeah. Which is, you know, this, time you need that but mainly you know doing your thing liking your thing being who you are not giving a fuck yeah it's kind of it it's it changed my life not giving a fuck like talking freely about fan fiction it's it's almost a weapon it's like talking freely about stuff like that it's like and and I remember I don't know I think it's America that made me See, honey a lot of time to people okay. I was like honey can you help me out with this thing i don't know why maybe to your
1: husband or to uh, people I, d- in general. I said it
0: once to my husband It was like excuse me no <laughs> the- <laughs> i don't like that and i was like <laughs> we're not 50 and uh and i no, to to people like you know waiter like uh i don't know if, if, uh, meeting someone oh honey thank you so yeah. much for sending them email stuff like that i don't know um, and but but and i started saying the hebrew equivalent for that in israel and which is, you know, people are super personal there, but this is just, again, a little more personal than I okay. was used to. And I think I was, and, and that that's the sort of thing where, you know, um, men in general get too familiar with women in israel even more they're they're relentless over there Kind of imagine like have you ever been to italy
1: uh no but i have talked, well, talked to people who've been i i've talked to people who have been and heard, Bella, heard Bella. their experiences so, so, yeah. so, so
0: it's kind of similar that quiets them down oh really you like saying like uh honey help me out here that's that's we're in the same level now
2: <laughs> that's it's cool it's
0: amazing it's just like you know. I'm not saying, "Hey, girls, here's a way to not be, uh, uh, you know, uh, disturbed by men." No, oh, men, when when want to be, you know, disturbing, they're gonna be. Yeah. But it, it it is a source of power that came from not not caring whether they think I'm too too personal. You yeah. know, and not too I'm not caring if I'm too personal, not in a disturbing kind of way. I would not say it to. I don't know. It 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 needs a certain the right situation yeah. to call someone honey. Yeah. But you know, but you know, I do know that me being female is it means that people are a lot more comfortable with it than you know when men say it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's but uh, still
0: doing that, not giving a damn uh, to say that changed a lot for me (laughs) it's weird but it's true yeah so so yeah it's like it's like being being a little more open being you know and talking i I remember i don't know i i think i realized oh this is good when i think i bought my i have a friend who's like it was really into sherlock and i bought this um comics online of them The the Dujinchi, like, you know, them uh, comics of them fucking or something. And I had uh, someone, an American friend, who came to visit and saw it and started, you know, uh, reading it. It was just, like, on my table. And I was like, huh. Like, I know that 10 years ago I would flip. Like, this is something that I was like, oh, my God, what happened? (laughs) Oh, no. And I was like, oh, you like it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And did they say yes or no?
0: Yeah, I was like, this is really pretty. (laughs) It was really, it was really, but yeah, but I think happiness is, you know, just, just being fine, just, you know, not being ashamed. I think, like, really being ashamed of a lot of stuff about yourself and you like is really hard. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really hard, especially when it's stuff like this. Like fanfiction, fiction, infection. If someone is not comfortable with, with, with doing that, it's hard. It's 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 like something it's 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 really easy to make fun of you for something like that. Because yeah. especially women, you know, they're sexually shamed a lot. When you own it, it's like, well, we don't have anything to say to you.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's great. I think yeah. the not giving a fuck the, the way I'm hearing you describing it is not about being passive. Oh, yeah. It is about reclaiming your own power and saying, yeah. I like this. And if you have a judgment about that, I truly don't care. Yeah.
0: It's a, even, even not that. Even like, you know, knowing that everyone is as stupid and, and sexual and sick as you are yeah it's kind of it's, you know it's kind of like someone would would like that's really weird come on you go home and read your tentacle porn don't come on everyone is stupid yeah
1: everyone is stupid don't give a fuck yeah i think are great answers to what is happening yes thank you so much for doing the podcast Yay. that is our podcast
0: goodbye You've been listening to Obsessed, Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Here's another fanfic fanfic that I read that I think really shows kind of the potential of wasted opportunity, but also not something that really disturbed anyone. Just like, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? And I think for a while I don't know why I got really into Loki and Darcy. Darcy from the first Thor movie. First of all, because I'm, I have the hots for Kat Dennings and I have the hots for Tom Hiddleston and them together is just mwah. So I was like, oh, that's, that's a funny dynamic of like Loki and this this girl who's like, doesn't give a shit about any of this. So I I, I can't remember a specific one. Oh, oh yes, I do. Uh, there's a specific one I read not so long ago. I think I stopped in the middle because they wouldn't update it. Loki, before Thor Ragnarok, he was on Earth just kind of strolling around being human because Thor didn't know that he came back yet and he put uh, Odin in the the old people home and he just met this girl, you know, Darcy, and she met him and they just had this one night stand and she thought he was just like this human guy or whatever. It was hot. And then uh, later, a, a few months later, they meet again when... You know, uh, Ragnarok, this was before Ragnarok came out. So, according to this fic, Ragnarok involves all of these characters. And this happened after Ragnarok, uh, not Ragnarok, sorry, uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, the Infinity War involved all these characters like Loki Thor, Cat um, Denix, Darcy, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, so it took place after Ragnarok, and she sees him, she's like, oh, fuck, that's Loki, the guy who was in New York. Oh, I can't believe I fucked him. And, then, <laughs> and the fic is about, you know, them kind of uh, g- g- getting together again after she's like, oh, you bastard, you didn't tell me. <laughs> that was, it, it, it was kind of, I loved it because it was very kind of um, grounded and, and cool and really milked this idea of what would happen if these two characters kind of met in a very cool mature um fun little way yeah but i i, I don't know i i stopped somewhere at episode eight i need to con- to see if it if it's still continued <laughs> i'm gonna go yeah that that's one. a good ship over there it makes no fucking sense but it's it's great <laughs>